hope you're well. This is my first bonus episode for self-care. It's spiritual. I'm Aquila. I'm the realist woman. <laughs> I didn't want to let this Valentine's Day go by without talking about love, which is something we do all the time on this podcast because you know, you don't have self-care without love. Like I said in my last podcast, which I highly recommend, by the way, shameless plug, like love, self-care is a verb. And anytime you participate in self-care, it is an act of self-love. First off, I hope that Valentine's Day is not the only day you show someone love or think about them. I hope that it's just another day. But yeah. A day you do a little extra something for someone you love or like. Uh, And this is a self-care podcast after all. I also hope you do a little something extra for you. Um, And I love the fact that Valentine's Day is on this sexy Monday. Sexy Mondays. Let's make that a thing. (laughs) Because love and acting that out can and should happen Um, anytime, all the time. So, okay, so this is the outline of this little bonus episode. It's going to be a quickie. Don't knock quickies. Hey, Valentine's Day after all. (laughs) Don't knock quickies. Um, I will first reveal something I learned about love when I, you know, started on this self-care journey. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that revelation and what it brought me in terms of lessons. Um, Then I will give you all some advice for loving family, friends, your partner, those seeking a partner and advice for loving yourself. And I will end this podcast by giving maybe, um, I'm going to give you two, two lessons that I've learned when it comes to seeking a partner, because that is where I am on my on my romance journey. So, okay. The first thing that I realized when I started taking accountability for my shit um, was that I did not have this love thing down. I didn't have it down with any of my relationships and, you know, the most important relationship being with my, you know, with, with myself. Um... I not only didn't have this love thing down when it came to a giving, um, but because I was extremely codependent, I haven't always been the best at receiving love. So that was humbling to learn because, you know, we all think that we are these great, perfect beings. I'm not the only one. Um, What self-care taught me was, how to love parts of myself I was very critical of. And then um, it also taught me how to love people as they are, not how I want them to be, how to separate people from their pain and love them anyway, or love them from a distance. Um, I use gratitude daily. Um, I've enjoyed learning about love from reading The Art of Love by Eric Fromm. I highly recommend reading that. 
I think that reading that book for me was also humbling because it was me owning the fact that I had a lot to learn when it comes to love. And many of us, even, you know, with evidence of relationships that haven't worked out, we think we don't need to learn about love, but it's something we could all definitely benefit from, truly. Um, It's interesting, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> As I'm like talking about this, it's like, I guess this personal development self-care journey is really a journey of love, ultimately. Um, Probably mm, the most important lesson uh, I've learned so far has been um, it's important to allow myself to know God in different ways. Um, I've been very open to hearing from feeling God in ways I had never really explored. Um, I've allowed myself to get to know and feel God's love outside of church. And that was big for me. I have encountered God's love through meditating while listening to a sound bath, while reparenting my inner child, while opening my mind and heart up to things like hypnosis which have and continue to help me heal and rewire old paradigms that didn't serve me. Um, I've learned how important uh, community and new friendships are on my love journey. Um, I can go on. You learn a lot <laughs> about, um, I mean, you, you learn a lot about loving uh, when you start dealing with your issues. Um, that previously and seemingly plagued you. Um, I definitely would say that I say I love you more. Um, I trust God more than ever. I am kinder to myself. And what's been vital is me learning how to love with standards and boundaries, but without conditions. So the advice I have for loving family, friends, and partners, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. Love you first. That's it. Love you first. Um, Start with you. Fill your cup. You got to look after you. Family will adjust. Friends will adjust. Partners will adjust. Or they won't. But your focus needs to be you. We can get so wrapped up in looking after others that we easily forget about ourselves and your first love priority is you you can't be your best and highest self if you are not practicing the art of love on yourself whatever self-care looks like and is to you practice it your body your mind your spirit craves it so those are the lessons I've learned. And um, that's the advice I have for loving those closest to us. Um, but lastly, for those like me seeking an aligned partner, I want to talk to you. With dating, again, I noticed I am a bit more cautious and you may be too. 
I'm not dating with walls up though. Um, I'm just more like, there's just more of a heightened awareness, I guess, when you go on your own journey of self-discovery and practicing self-care, you start to notice other people's behaviors and can get a sense of why they're behaving that way. Um, You may not have the whole story, but you know something is up, which is important to not ignore because you'll want to prevent some preventable shit from going down. So these are the two things I wanted to leave you with. It is Valentine's Day, and maybe this is the day for being extra in terms of gifts. Again, you can do this any time of the year, but it tends to happen on Valentine's Day of all days besides birthdays. Um, But I want you to watch out for love bombers. Those are the people who come on strong, compliment the hell out of you, lavish you with gifts, make over-the-top promises, constantly give you attention. This sounds great. (laughs) Who doesn't want that from somebody? (laughs) It sounds great. It sounds great, but it's not. Let me tell you why. (laughs) Um, Love bombers are needy. Okay. Um, we all have needs. We're human, right? Like, but it's needy in like an unhealthy way. They need constant attention. And according to an article from Healthline, they demand your commitment. Um, you know, they they communicate with you excessively, um, they come at you with overwhelming intensity, um, they disrespect boundaries, and I could go on. Um, love bombers are deeply, deeply insecure. They move fast and do all that they do because they are afraid that without gifts and snatching your love at this pace, you won't want them. Healthline calls it a manipulation technique. And it is a quote from the article by a licensed marriage and family therapist said that love bombing is often used to win over your trust and affection so they can meet a goal of theirs. So it's literally not about you at all. All of this is about them and for them. You are used as a means to a predictable end. The article also says, and I agree with this, this is a technique used by narcissists. And let me tell you right now, you do not, I repeat, you do not want to go down that road. They are some of the most mentally and emotionally abusive people on earth. I don't give a damn. That is that is who they are. Okay. And it's and it's for a lot of reasons. But stay the F away. It is okay to be excited about a person, right? That's how they like they come off. They come off very excited about you. But fast and furious is not the best way to get to know someone and all of their shit. You need time. You need a person who isn't trying to control you and who respects your boundaries. The word no shouldn't be offensive to them. It shouldn't trigger them. And you look, there's nothing wrong with gifts, but excess doesn't make any damn, like (laughs) excess that doesn't make any damn sense is not a good sign of something healthy and potentially long-term. I'm getting really 
really like hyped up about this <laughs> because I've been through this. So I'm like, mm, watch out for that. Um, so yeah, that's not, that's not a good sign. All those gifts, it, it doesn't make sense. If you want something long-term and healthy, it's, it's not a good sign. Um, also be careful if you are dating and, um, this is my second thing that I want to talk about other than love bombing. Um, and the last thing that I'm going to talk about, um, if you are dating and, um, okay. If you are dating and you realize that the person you're dating feels like home, you have to watch out for that. You have to analyze what your home was. For example, in my case, the last person that felt like home had abandonment issues just like me. Also like me, he did not communicate his needs because he was shut down from speaking his mind as a child. Basically, a lot of what was familiar to me was the pain of unhealed childhood issues. I thought that person loved me and I loved them, but love meant some dark things. I was recently talking with a friend about a guy I was considering like dating. And I told her, I said, this guy, you know, he, he doesn't feel like home. Um, my last boyfriend immediately felt like home, but I came to find out he was emotionally unavailable. That's what was familiar to me. This new guy, great qualities and character for the most part, but he was emotionally available. And that doesn't feel like home because that is not familiar to me. In a YouTube video, why you will marry the wrong person. Um, forgive me for not uh, giving you the speaker's name, but I'm gonna link, I'm gonna link you guys to this video because it's incredible. The speaker said exactly what I just explained that one of the reasons you will find the wrong partner is because you will most likely pick the person who was familiar to you in terms of the trials and suffering you experienced as a child. To many people, being attracted to that suffering is familiar. And that is the love you grew up with and know as an adult. He said, if you're set up with a nice person by your friends, you go on the date, and you report back that the person was not exciting or what have you, what you're really saying is, and I quote, what we've detected is someone who will not be able to make us suffer in the way that we need to suffer in order to feel that love is real. And that is why we reject a nice and healthy person because healthy love is not familiar. He said, we are not on a quest um, to be happy. We are on a quest to suffer in ways that feel familiar, which undermines our capacity to find a good partner. That shit blew me away. I mean, he was saying what, you know, I've experienced, you probably have experienced as well. Um, but in a more articulate way. <laughs> I highly recommend the video though. Um, it's 20 minutes, it's incredible. Um, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking out for you. 
I'm looking out for you because when love is good, oh my God, there's nothing better. Um, but, you know, and I think that we've all experienced good love, but we've all have probably also experienced, you know, suffering in um, relationships. And we ask ourselves, why was I attracted to, you know, and, and, and it just makes sense that that person's pain is familiar to what you knew, what you grew up with and what you kind of deemed as love. Um, you know, Valentine's Day is lovely. And, um, I, I think it's just a great reminder date, you know, because life comes at you and things get busy and it's really easy to push off a date night or what have you. I think it's a great reminder day. Um, if that's your situation where kind of you're doing a lot and not really considering each other and, and romance and all of that. Um, or just considering you, you know, if you don't have a partner and are not really concerned with one, you know, loving yourself, you know, doing a little something extra for you here and there is wonderful. Um, I just, you know, I know that we all know what, what good love is, but we also want, um, like long-term, <laughs> you know, that to like last. So I think learning from our mistakes and really growing as people and applying, you know, the, the things that we learn to our lives can really benefit us and give us the long-term, healthy, lasting love that we all um, dream about. You know, that dream can absolutely um, become a reality for you. So um, thank you for listening. Subscribe to this podcast, share it, talk about it. Um, send your love, good vibes, and prayers for all those learning to love better. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Sexy Monday. See you next time.